Generous God, let your incarnate love be born once more among us this day and this night, that by your spirit we might join in your story of salvation. In the name of the Creator, the Redeemer, and the Inspirer. Amen. In those days, early in the year of our Lord, 2018, a decree went out from the father and mother of the house of Shelato in Wellesley that every descendant should return to their ancestral home where they grew up and clear out their stuff or else find it cleared out for them. And so it was that Amos and his father, being of the house of Shelido and in Wellesley, went back on the Monday before Thanksgiving in order to get rid of some excess stuff. Books, paraphernalia that had built up in a space that was really at risk of becoming an idolatrous shrine to my journey in middle school, high school, and college. And lo... Twelve boxes of books that had been put up for adoption from the various libraries of several retiring ministers and mentors were delivered unto the local student-run nonprofit, nonprofit book exchange. And it came upon a midnight clear that I was given the opportunity to journey through old memories, Joy-filled moments with friends, anguish-filled moments studying for chemistry tests, papers written with varying degrees of attention to detail, revisiting all the angst, uncertainty, and misplaced dreams of high school and college. To say goodbye to most of that stuff meant forgiving myself for all the unfinished projects that had been left by the wayside years ago and that at this point were best put into the recycling. Some of the classes and activities that I thought were indispensable at the time had in fact become superfluous. And some of the pursuits that I thought were less rigorous, perhaps less practical, have ended up being central to my lifelong journey of learning in adulthood. Looking back gave me the chance to appreciate all the roads not taken, thanks to whatever combination of reasons. And I was able to give thanks for the innumerable graces that have brought me to this moment, here and now. Scripture's reassuring word is that the Son of God goes ahead of us to prepare a place for us. Christ has told us that in my father's house, there are many mansions or rooms. In the culture of the ancient world, the betrothed man would usually spend the time of his engagement building an addition or an outbuilding on his parents' property, preparing a place for himself and his future bride to establish their home. In that time and culture, the groom-to-be was literally making space for the family he hoped to soon welcome. And as the church, we are that family that Christ has welcomed. In Christ, God has given himself to us. And in the tension of God's promised abundant life, the already and not yet, both together, we're invited to 
respond by giving our hearts over that deep and divine peace in the here and now. While we wait and trust for the heavenly fulfillment of all things at the end of time. And so it was my father-in-law who reflected more recently on our Christmas story this evening. That the people of Bethlehem were not particularly noticeable for the ways that they provided for this baby. Instead, the Savior finds his bed in a makeshift crib in a stable. Our space in heaven is being prepared, but the space here on earth can feel distinctly unprepared at times. I know there have been plenty of Advent seasons in my life where I've felt closer to the Blessed Virgin Mary journeying to an uncertain place at the midnight hour. Closer to Blessed Virgin Mary in her uncertainty and last-minute preparations than John the Baptist who gives us the righteous declarations of preparing the way of the Lord. In my making space for the incarnate loving kindness, it seems like Christmas has arrived when I didn't always feel as adequately prepared as I might have liked. Ready or not, space or no space, this baby has chosen already to be born in our midst, upending our regular routines, our self-imposed schedules, our best laid plans. Perhaps one of the best miracles of Christmas is that no matter how unprepared we might feel for God's involvement in our life, God is still committed to show up, to be present in our lives in one of the honest, most honest forms of vulnerability known to humanity, that of a newborn baby. The majesty of the eternal is revealed in the embodiment of weakness, the type of weakness that calls on all of our deepest reserves of strength to respond in kindness. This baby is crying out for our attention in the beautiful greenery of this church, in the old familiar carols of our childhood, in our families, whether chosen or biological or both. This child of God refuses to be ignored. After all, it's never too late to be in relationship with this child, this Christ child. It's never too late to take stock of our relationships, to take a first step in acknowledging our need for God, trusting in God's forgiveness to empower us to seek forgiveness with our fellow humans here on earth. We might be thinking, there is no way I can handle this particular challenge. I don't know how I'm going to get through this impossible passage, whatever it may be. We might be remembering someone we love but see no longer. We might be uncertain about what our future looks like. And thankfully, Christ didn't wait for us to get everything perfect before he chose to be born among us. In fact, Jesus arrived in the midst of multiple overlapping, intersecting difficulties, political, economic, social, 
cultural, and religious, to name just a few. And I think Christ continues to specialize in the impossible in particular because otherwise we might be tempted to attribute the accomplishment to ourselves or to someone or something other than the Almighty. When I look back on the three days I spent clearing out that stuff before Thanksgiving, I realized that I was, in fact, engaging in a task that at times I had felt was impossible. Those three days felt like an impossibly short amount of time to work out my freedom from the piles of accumulated junk. I was working out that freedom with fear and trembling sometimes. The stuff of life felt overwhelming as I was working my way through it. But thankfully, I wasn't alone. I asked for help and was grateful to receive it. And when it came to the end of the task, however imperfectly it was completed, I felt a sense of grace and deep peace. And it was only a short while after this cleaning process that I found out that my parents had hosted a house guest in that very space, newly available, assisting a friend for a short time as she journeyed through divorce, helping her as she prepared to move into her new home, the place that had been consumed with all the stuff of my past had been transformed into a space for beauty, for healing, and new life-giving purpose. This Christmas, I hope we can all continue to adjust our lives to the mysterious presence of the infant Christ born among us. We're given new life this night. New life as birth partners, as caregivers, as protectors of all that is good. God's grace never insisted on perfection, but works with each of us in our weakness, in our brokenness, in our prayers, and in our times of failure as well as success. This, this is Christ the King shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him laud, the babe, the son of Mary. Amen.